Welcome to At Home with Kelly and Tiffany, where naturally-minded women gather together as we pursue simplicity and confidence in health alternatives so we can show up better in our busy lives and feel more at home in our bodies. Join your favorite home birth midwife duo for conversation, candor, and community. Welcome back to At Home with Kelly and Tiffany. I'm Tiffany. I'm Kelly. And we are your midwife duo podcasting friends. Favorite midwife duo podcasting friends. I don't know if there are any other midwife duo podcasters. Ooh. Friends. Are there? If you are one, please reach out. I'd like to say hi. I want to know if there are other midwife duo podcasting friends. And where do we rank on that list of your midwife duo podcasting friends? Obviously, we're number one. (laughs) If you're listening to this right now, you have already voted that we're number one. It is good to be back on the pod, man. I really enjoy it. It's so fun! I get to hang out with my best friend, get to talk about some stuff that I like to talk about, crack some jokes. What's your best joke for us today? Oh, see, they're more like fly by the seat of your pants no, jokes. No, just tell a knock-knock joke. Okay, uh, knock-knock. Who's there? Dwayne. Dwayne who? Dwayne the tub, I'm drowning! <laughs> <laughs> that is my, that's my four-year-old's favorite joke right now. Uh, you pulled that out lickety-split. You had absolutely... No hesitation in sharing. So My four-year-old that, also, will... she will say knock-knock and then just try to say something funny. So, like, not an actual knock-knock joke because she thinks that knock-knock is the beginning to any joke that you tell. Yeah. It's good. That's adorable. It's pretty cute. No, We can talk more about how cute she is if you want. <laughs> it's easy to do. She could talk about how cute she is. Oh, yeah, she could. 10,000 words. She spent the night at my house, as you know. I know. A couple weeks ago. Uh, Thank you. Where you BTS. abandoned your children. With the quickness. <laughs> <laughs> and I was loosely supervising them in my home. And that was just, that was Gemma's opportunity for us to like really get close <laughs> while I was making dinner and so cleaning close. up. And yep. yeah, she just had a lot of a lot of heart conversations that she wanted to have with me. About anything and everything. Yeah, something seemed really important, and they're not. They're just not. (laughs) Sorry. Whoopsie. Sometimes I'm like, you should go outside and talk to the neighborhood cat. Try to read him a story. Obviously, you just need to get this out of your system. Yes, go talk to somebody. Yeah. There's somebody Uh, for that. we We have clients who regularly put their kids on FaceTime with their grandparents. Smart. Yeah. And they're just like, here you go. Go walk off over there and just yep. tell Grampy. Oh, and Grampy about... is so into it for 45 minutes straight. How right? great is that? Mm. Grampy has nothing going on. <laughs> he don't mind. Nope. No. And you just made dinner in silence. And your kid maybe got... Some stuff out of their system. It's good. It's win-win. Constant. Mm-hmm. It's constant. I don't miss those days. Oh. I'm sorry. You kind of do. I, I do in a way that's like, I fully enjoyed it in the moment. Mm. I had the full present breath of those moments. Yeah. And now, 
I feel like we just got it all. Got yeah. It all, I got all of it. And then I have my little doses of it, like with you or my, or my nieces and nephews or something. Yeah. Or our, cli- our, our clients, older yes. kids, right? Yeah, like yeah. We get to interact with that age a lot. So I haven't truly had a moment to miss it. When I'm old and like retired and yeah. my kids are having kids, there will be no greater joy. My mom oh, says yeah. all the time, she's like, it's just so nice to have the time to just mm. do this with the ki- with your kids, yeah. right? Like, it doesn't matter if I, quote unquote, waste an entire afternoon right, luxuriating in whatever, you know. Random thing they want to do yes. or talk about. Yeah. And she's like, it, you just don't, you can't do that when you're a parent. You have so many other things going on. And so it's hmm. such a joy to be in that space. So I trust that I'm in the, I'm in an in-between place where I don't need to miss you, it. <laughs> and you can have my daughter spend the night more. That's fine. That's that is fine. That is fine. <laughs> that is a thing that could come. potentially happen. She may come. Yep. Before we jump into <laughs> our immune boosting for travel and visiting, yes, a very appropriate holiday topic. Yes, and you guys should know that as I was brainstorming and Kelly and I were deciding all the episodes that we should do for these couple of months, for some reason, I had it in my mind that everything had to be related to the holidays because it's like uh, it's the holiday season like what is going to be useful around this time it just was like holiday 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 which this is very useful around the holidays but it's also very useful when you're going somewhere for fourth of july anytime (laughs) anytime you're traveling and visiting is a good time to boost your immune system amen around the holidays (laughs) holiday travel and visiting during the holidays yep yeah, so all the episodes between now and the end of the year, you can just insert during the holidays into the title somewhere and know that Kelly has edited it out. It's kind of like when you get a fortune cookie and like that game where you're supposed to end it with like in bed. Yes. Yeah. That is a good During the holiday season. During yep. the holidays. Yep. So Jemma can come over and spend the night. Great. During the holidays. Yep. <laughs> I have a really fun new thing to share on the podcast, which is called Audible Recipes. Ooh, tell us more, midwife Tiffany. Here it comes, guys. <laughs> okay, these are recipes that are so simple that you can hear me say it and you can remember it and go home and try it for yourself. Ooh, I can't wait to hear the first one. <laughs> this one is called One, Two, Three. Three gummies. One, two, three, three. Got one, it. One, two, three, three gummies. Have you ever done gelatin gummies at yes, home before? I have. And it's one of my favorite things right now, mostly because it is so simple. I saw something that you shared recently in our Instagram stories that you were making them. My kids will eat them only if they're in those little molds that take forever to clean out. You mm. know, like just the little cut ones. They're like, that's not special enough. And like, you are not special enough yeah. to keep making these. That explains why at said sleepover, your children did not eat my gummies. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yep. But these are going constantly at our house right now because it's excellent. Excellent source of nutrition in gelatin. And you can really doctor it up to be whatever you yeah. want it to be. And it's just a fun texture and just simple, good yep. stuff. One, two, three, three. One, two, three, three. So this is what you're going to do. One cup of juice, Mm. two tablespoons of lemon juice, three tablespoons of honey, 
and three tablespoons of gelatin. One cup of juice, two tablespoons of lemon juice, three tablespoons of honey, three tablespoons gelatin. One, two, One, two three, three. Three, three. I can remember that. You're going to heat them all up on the stove in a pot, just a little simmer until everything kind of melts together. Pour it in any container, literally. We do not do molds at my house anymore <laughs> because... Cleaning, man. I hate them. But you can just throw it in any glass or a silicone container, throw it in the fridge for two hours, wham, bam. You're Find good to go. Own. What kind of juice is your favorite to put in this one, two, three, three recipe? My kids are obsessed with watermelon juice right now. Ooh. Like straight from the watermelon. Delish. We made a whole bunch of watermelons in our garden this year that mm. are really good, but they're, they have seeds in them. Mm-hmm. So they're not that, you know, we're like so... Fussy now that we can't eat a watermelon with seeds in them. Couldn't possibly. But we can make juice out of it and it's delicious. Mm. Mm. Juice in the backyard. Backyard melon juicing. Backyard melon <laughs> juicing. <laughs> delicious. Pom- I'm wondering if like apple or, yeah, were you about to say pomegranate? Yep. Mm. Pomegranate's really good because it has such a good tart flavor yeah. that you can't enjoy in large quantities, truly, I right. don't think. It's just like a splash of it in things. And this is a great way to do a splash of something. Have you ever had a, this is not immune boosting, a pomegranate mimosa? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, I'll, I've had every kind of mimosa there is to I'm have. not a huge champagne person because it gives me a headache, but I enjoy a good pomegranate spritz. Yeah, you know, the- um, midwife Christina, she would do splash of pomegranate just in her regular, like, LaCroix sparkling water. She just wanted, mm. like, a little tiny bit of sweet with her oh. bubble water. That's next level fancy bubble water. She did a lot of next level things. That's true. Okay, so there's your audible recipe for you guys. Thanks for sharing that. I'm going to try it. Are you going to use my ratios? Of course. You will you have to look it up later? No, because it was an audible recipe <laughs> and uh, it was so simple and easy that I can remember it just from this conversation. Uh, we're really trying, you guys. Thanks for being gracious <laughs> while we work out the kinks. Okay. Did you know 43 to 79%, however your brain cuts okay. that pie in its head, right? 43 to, to 79% okay. percent of people will get sick after traveling. Dang. I, I could see that, though. In my own experience, I'm looking back on different times that I've traveled, and all of the times that either one or all of us have gotten sick. That's terrible. And it's not just airplane travel, no. either. It's literally just travel, travel. It seems to do it to us. Yeah, I mean, your immune system already gets kind of compromised. You're not eating the same foods. Mm-hmm. You're not sleeping in your same routines. You're interacting with a new environment Yeah, of new, you know pathogens and such yep and i think just travel in general or hosting others who are traveling to you in general just it's it's a little bit stressful for sure no matter like how fun your trip is or whatever reason it's for yep whether it's the holidays or not (laughs) yeah there's just a lot going on in your whole body i think especially when i have traveled i do not make the best most solid food choices for myself 
No, because you don't have the conveniences that you like. You set up your little, you set up your little life at home. Yes. In the only way that I can eat well this week <laughs> right. is this it's really precise yes. way of dealing with food, right? For sure. And then you just don't. You're not willing to do that on top of all the other things that you're doing. And I think the same thing goes for hosting people, bringing them into your home. Oh, yeah. You're not going to make them eat the weird stuff that you normally eat. Yeah, and then you're like also like, oh, what feels like home? Let me make you like this bigger dessert than we normally do. Let's eat off of this for a few days. You know, you know yes. just different. Oh, yes, we do. Yep. Okay, something that I think surprises a lot of women is that a huge percentage, up to 70% of our immune system lives... Breathes, grows, exists, maintains. Yeah, inside of our gut. Which is crazy town. The more research that's done on gut, like microbiome and health and stuff, it always blows my mind. Like, if we're not paying attention to that, we've got nothing in terms of physical health, mental health. There's just so much that it maintains yeah vaginal health yeah i mean completely related so because a huge part of the immune system is in the gut a big part of taking care of your immunity is taking care of your intestinal health Mm, intestinal health during the holidays (laughs) during the holiday okay so some of the things that impede good gut health that would keep you from being able to fight off an infection Mm -hmm. makes perfect sense because we know that consuming a certain amount of sugar actually disables your immune system. Refined greens tend to be a really big problem, especially for people who just struggle immunity wise, right? Those things can kind of be related. Stress is a huge part of gut function. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we know that stress contributes to more frequent or longer illness and then certain medications. So other issues going on in your life, life. is causing yeah. you to take either prescription or over-the-counter medications is going to keep your gut health from flourishing. From proliferating the happy bacteria that you want to help keep you healthy. Which is why one of the best... So we are always big on the nourishing, nutritional train, right? If we could get everything that we could possibly get for our bodies just from the food that we eat, that is like the, that's the goal, right? But realistically, is that going to happen for most people? Probably not. doesn't happen for me, 100%. So while things like fermented foods and all of that are so filled to the brim with really great, happy bacteria that's going to make your gut super, super happy, not everybody likes, you know, Kimchi? Yeah, or sauerkraut, things like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can learn to love it. It would be a you worthwhile tra- thing to learn can, to love. You can train your system, yes. But also, slash, in place of while you are training your body to love it, probiotics are going to be the jam for encouraging a happy little gut. Yeah. And happy so... Adding in probiotics every single day is mm-hmm. actually taking good bacteria and just placing it inside your digestive tract, which is going to help you absorb the nutrients that you do get from food. So if you are eating any good stuff at all <laughs> during yes. this period of time, your body is going to be able to utilize it. But it also helps to regulate your immune system, having that good gut diversity. Probiotics are also known to stimulate white blood cells. 
and increase the communication inside of immune cells. So we're starting to just get some really great ideas from research and understanding gut health better that really shows how well correlated these things are. It's pretty cool to think about, well, at least in my brain, the way I think about it, it's like all of these little little bacteria are all communicating with each other, right? And so there's a little bit of a war happening between these like good bacteria and bad bacteria. And so even if you can't completely wipe out all of the bad bacteria, if you have more of the good bacteria, more of the good stuff for that good bacteria to feed on, then you're well on your way to kind of winning that bacteria war. Well on your way. Mm -hmm. They're fighting. (laughs) We've been um, very, very into Viking shows lately, (laughs) thanks to your husband's (laughs) prime recommendations. So battle scenes are just at the Mm. forefront of my mind. And I have to say I'm on the Vikings team. They're a little rough around the edges. (laughs) I I can relate. I just relate to that so well. And when I talk about gut health, man. The good bacteria are the Vikings. I don't know. Haven't okay, thought, okay, haven't okay, thought, haven't okay, thought gotcha. it out. I guess the the Vikings do need to be the good the good bacteria, but in the history of the world <laughs> Maybe we're that taking it too metaphor deep. is just not gonna hold up. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't want anyone getting any wrong ideas nope. about my Viking food. shows good viking shows are good probiotics are good yep therefore Uh, enjoy yes there you go as deep as it's gonna go (laughs) (laughs) one very important thing to taking probiotics so that you guys are hearing us we're suggesting to that you take a probiotic every single day for your entire life yes okay one of the most important things of being able to utilize the probiotic that you are putting in your body is to give it a little fertile soil as we say, as I said this one time, (laughs) and be able to do that with a prebiotic. Ooh, what is a prebiotic? It is something that comes before (laughs) the other biotic. biotic. (laughs) Yeah, it's good good for the probiotics to feed off of the prebiotics. Yeah, so it helps it to multiply and absorb and actually allow your body to utilize the probiotics that you are putting into it. And some probiotics come with certain strains or whatever of prebiotics. Yeah, which it. is very helpful, but mm-hmm. not necessary if you have a normal diet of some of these really fibrous vegetables like onion, garlic, asparagus, psyllium husk, artichokes. Give me all the garlic, man. I would say I probably eat these foods every single day. Yes. I and don't have the psyllium husk every day. No, not I don't eat all these foods every day. <laughs> How often do you have psyllium husk? Not very. (laughs) In times of need. But garlic, I have most days. I would say garlic and onion is on my menu at least every every day. Yeah. So, even better reasons. Garlic is also associated with shortening the duration and severity of illness. So, it's just... It all comes full circle, you guys. Learn about a piece that impacts your health in one area. And voila, it turns out it's actually good for... A million other things. Then yes. you're like, of course, that's why it's not just good at killing this thing. It's actually good at proliferating this other good thing. And yeah. yeah, it's great. So sometimes all of this like healthy living stuff can feel overwhelming. Like you have to completely overhaul a thing. But truly, once you start to have some of those connecting pieces, you're like, I get it. I get how my body is trying to work. Yeah. How I can help it. It's yep. all related. I like it. Um. Now I'm going to dive into 
What do you do during your travel time specifically? I always question whenever I'm going somewhere, I'm like, what are the things, what are the supplements that I actually need to take? Because if you open up our supplement cabinet, we have a lot of stuff in there. And most of it's for like, you know, this particular need, if this particular thing comes up. But all of the things on this list, maybe not all of them, 75% of them I take with me every single time I travel. And if I feel like, oh, this is like during a season where potentially one of my kids is already going into it with a little bit of a cold or the people that we're going to visit already have a little something, I will make sure to add in something else too. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So these are five immune boosting supplements. There's a link in the show notes with our actual protocol. So this is also an audible presentations. It is. It you truly don't have to take is. notes. But that immune boosting protocol that's linked there, I have printed it out. <laughs> Even though I know these things, I printed it out and put it in our supplement area so that my husband can see also that I don't have to babysit uh-huh. his pills. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or like if I'm gone, but I'm like, the kids need to be on this particular thing because they're sick or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I will say my kids have been through the ringer the past couple of weeks. They and, really have. Uh, so <laughs> not great no it's not great but we're learning things about Mm -hmm. ourselves and our family and here we are and so it's all good but I'm really putting this specific knowledge to the test and one of the things that we're able to do because my kids are a little bit older is that we can get away from the kid approved tasting things and they can just man up a little bit and just take actual real supplements that don't that aren't gummies and aren't sweet but one of the things that I've been doing for one of my kids is I have been buying everything in a dropper or a capsule Mm -hmm. and opening it up into a small amount of like water or juice or something. And so so, she can just like shoot it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But then she's getting the whole thing inside of her, but she doesn't have to swallow a pill. But I know that we're actually getting good stuff. So you guys can kind of put that in your back pocket as you start to experiment with how to get this stuff into your kiddos. That's good. And this is for you too. Mostly for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly for you. I know we're talking about our kids, but. Yep. Yeah. Mostly for you. So three to four days before you know you're going to be in the event where your immune system is going to be potentially challenged. And then during that entire event, whether it's two days or two weeks, and then three to four days after this event, you are going to take these five supplements. Ooh. This is great. Yes, it is. It really is. I mean, how many times have you went to go travel somewhere and you're like, oh, I hope I don't get sick. And like to be able to have something tangible to be like, I can control this piece. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. All of these, all of these recommendations are studied and have actual clinical results. So sometimes we suggest that you guys do things that are just generally supportive, but this protocol is truly um, backed in research. So I feel really confident about sharing it. As we don't always to some <laughs> of the other less 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 supportive things that we yep. say. This we, time you can trust us. Of course, you should check in with your primary care provider anytime you start a new supplement routine, as we know you guys do. Of course, yes. you go and you check in with your primary care provider before you start any supplement. Yeah, they're very available to you. I'm sure <laughs> you can just send a quick, "Hey, do you agree with this?" Sure, they'll agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Also, safe for pregnancy and breastfeeding. 
which is probably a huge number of people who listen to us. Yeah, so please do not send us emails asking us <laughs> if it's safe for pregnancy and breastfeeding, because it is. Totally is. Okay, five immune-boosting supplements. You're already taking your probiotics, so that one is, isn't on the list. That's like the hidden sixth one, but that's just your life. First one is vitamin D. Love me some vitamin D. So adequate functional vitamin D levels, the levels that are shown on like uh, lab core results and stuff are way lower than what actual functional medicine says they should be. That's around like 50 to 80 or so is what functional medicine says it should be. I think it's like 30 or something. It is, yeah. 30, yeah, around lab core. Anyway, that's associated, having that adequate functional level is associated with so many benefits But in terms of actual immunity, it's going to aid the response of white blood cells. It's going to help your body defend against all the little invading pathogens. There's another little war going on there, right? These pathogens are coming in. The vitamin D is going to like help your body defend itself from them. And it is, especially as you're taking it consistently, it's going to help to prevent the infection in the first place. So vitamin D is great. So good. The next is vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Vitamin C actually stimulates your white blood cells. So what your body sends out in order to essentially fight the foreign invader, it a vitamin C is stimulating that. Shortening the duration of illness, easing the symptoms of the illness, and recovery time. So once you're actually better, you know how sometimes there's some that just like linger and hang yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So if you do end up getting sick from whatever the event is, just stay on this protocol until you're better mm-hmm. and then do that follow-up three to four days after you already feel recovered. Just um, to like really help your body win that war. Yep. Preventatively, we want to take it ahead of time so that we've already got some of these stores up and going. But you guys will you guys will enjoy thinking ahead on that if you mm-hmm. can. Trust yeah, me, sure. it will be worth it. For sure. Number three is echinacea. So echinacea is used for kind of short-term things. So this wouldn't be one that we'd be like, be on it every single day. But it's best used at kind of the first sign of any sort of invading illness of some kind. But it basically is kind of like a little commander. Okay, we're going to stay with this war idea. It's like a little commander of the army. And it's going to be like, okay, everybody, get together. We are going to get more helper cells together. It's kind of telling everybody what to do. Helper cells come here. You're going to fight here. And so he's like a little event, a war planner. So I don't think that's a thing. That's okay. But there's just good evidence there that it's going to help shorten your duration of how long you're sick, the severity of your illness. I will say, though, if you take it in tincture form, it's gross. You're going to want to die. Sorry. But you're going to do it. So if you're not pregnant or breastfeeding, the thing that's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck is echinacea and golden seal together. Those two have some really great statistics for working together for this short-term stuff where you just want to, like, boost things. But golden seal is contraindicated for pregnancy and breastfeeding. So skip that. You'll want to have echinacea in an herbal tincture. Yeah, that's going to give you the most potent option. It's going to be gross, but you you, can do it. Yeah, put it in a small amount of water or a little bit of juice or something like that. You can handle it. You seem like the kind of lady who could kick something back real quick and... Let your face get all crazy while you yeah. hold back a gag. You can take 
photos of yourself with your face doing the weird thing and tag us in it if you'd like. Nothing would bring us greater pleasure, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Please really, do. Make us really happy. Yep. In show notes, you guys can also find the links to all of our favorite supplements. So do not yes. worry about where you're going to find these things. That has also been provided for you. Wow. We're very thoughtful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so thoughtful. So good and so thoughtful. <laughs> Number four is zinc, which can shorten the duration of an infection by 33%. This is one of my favorite immunity boosters around the clock. People who are fighting a vaginal infection, people Mm -hmm. who are fighting a skin infection, people who are fighting like a herpes outbreak, or I mean, zinc is just such a helper and extremely antiviral. It reduces oxidative stress and inflammation for infections and helps stimulate your immune system while maintaining integrity of mucous membranes. So that's how pathogens actually enter our bodies is through mucous membranes. And so it keeps those areas strong and little Viking fortress. Shield wall. I'm really enjoying this. (laughs) Shield wall. Zinc is shield wall. Okay. Now we are on to number five, which is elderberry. So elderberry, you probably see it as like a syrup or some kind of extract, it'll say. And it's made from like whole actual berries. And it has antioxidant and immune stimulating properties to it. And so it's going to help stimulate some white blood cells. Those are the guys who are going to go fight this big battle. And it's going to just help communicate as well within all of those immune fighting cells. So it's very similar in what zinc can do, reducing oxidative stress, inflammation. The research shows that can do that by 50%. So that is a heavy hitter, especially when you're in the midst of not feeling great. Blech. Yeah. I'm just remembering the last time I was not feeling great. And I actually have a problem when I'm not feeling good with doing all the right things. Yeah. You're not thinking straight. No, you're thinking I couldn't possibly spend two minutes going into that cabinet and taking <laughs> right. care of myself right now. Just one of the reasons I printed out the protocol because so I was good. like, it's just here. So if I do have to take care of somebody else or somebody needs to take care of me, I don't have to be like... What was that fifth one? Yes. What's the one you always forget? Elderberry. Same. Yep. That's why I put it last on our list. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it has great statistics, but it's not as easy to take as all the other things. You can just right. kind of cram them in your mouth and swallow them. Yeah. And elderberry, you're like, am I going to get the gummies this time or the syrup? How much sugar is in that? But, I know yeah. I can just make it myself. Yeah. And you're like laid out flat in bed. Well, I can't take that. I need to make it myself. The internet and the Instagram told me to. Yeah. So you can no. get you can get a syrup and you can get you can get gummies and you can get a extract. The extract yes. is not going to have a ton of sugar in it. So you could potentially feel better about yes. having that. It really is not hard to make yourself. With that being said, that's an extra level of things to do. So if you're not feeling well, you're probably not going to do that. Yeah, or, I mean, the idea would be to have it, like, prepared at a time. Yeah. Elderberry syrup at the, that you just buy at the store, whether you, you know, make it or buy it, that would be a great thing to throw into one, two, three, three gummies. Oh. Okay. Make your own gummies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody else is doing it. You're paying, like, $5 million for their gummies. You might as well do it to your own. Make I like it. Own. Great. Yeah. One, two, three, three, one gummies. One, two, three, three. <laughs> You figure out where the elderberry yeah, right? goes. We don't know. 
How dare you so ask us? Hard, how, how, we, we brought this up. We, we can't do more than bring it up. One more juice that I think would make an excellent yes. addition to anybody at any time, anywhere, but could also be thrown into the one, two, three, three gummies. Anytime, anywhere, anybody, any, who. What is it? So it is a juice recipe that's based in carrots, uh, ginger. apple, ginger, and lemon. Yeah. And, and what do yeah. it do? It is an incredible anti-inflammatory juice. And so it is the number one recipe that we end up giving to our clients. So it's great for if you're pregnant, breastfeeding, or not at all. I actually used it a few weeks ago when I had a terrible headache, and I took two rounds of it and was like, I am stunned because I did not have to take ibuprofen, which I was like about to reach for. And actually, the ginger that's in it has similar research that it helps decrease things like cramps, headaches, all that kind of stuff, the same as um, something like ibuprofen would. So that's crazy. Ibuprofen can impact your gut health, which right gets you into the cycle. And so this juice recipe is what you need. So things like period pain, migraines, cramps, even after pains, postpartum, we've had moms who have used this as well. You can grab that free juice recipe in our show notes and enjoy it with the quickness. Our gift to you. You've just got like your holiday, (laughs) holiday season, natural medicine cabinet. Hey. All set up for you in this one episode. You're welcome. Ladies, that is it for today. We have been helpful enough, I think, for one episode. (laughs) Our show notes even are just a little treasure trove for you. Yeah, get in there and click on some stuff. Click on some stuff, ladies. Click on some stuff. Tag us in those uh, echinacea photos. And we hope you have a very healthy holiday season but also year ahead of you anytime that you are listening to this i hope that you stay healthy we want you to be healthy Mm, yes we do okay we'll catch you next week bye